like why is the, the way like you're you're afraid of like somebody not being happy it's like why are you not afraid of you not being happy welcome back to another episode of it's, it's for, for the, the table. table we are the women of it's for the table and we want to bring a little something for everyone that's right to this table we're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a sunday brunch with each other unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark we're unapologetic a little bit messy but very ready to own our stories so take an hour take off your bra if, if you're, you're wearing, wearing one, one grab your drink of choice and let's be heard together, together. I hate how you say together. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed it, last week's episode was episode 36, where we broke down the concept of love at first sight. Um, we dove into it and kind of um, spoke about our different, op- different opinions of it and where that idea stems from and where are the positive and negatives that can come with that. It's a good listen. It's short and it's sweet and it's to the point. Um, so we hope you enjoy that. If you haven't yet, please check it out. We are on social media at it's for the table on both instagram and twitter you can soon find us on tiktok at it's for the table and also we have a facebook page so please like it if you are enjoying this podcast please make sure that you share it with a friend and leave us a five-star review thank you thank you come again (laughs) thank you come again so what are we talking about this week Liz? Uh, this week we are going to be doing another short and sweet little segment i love it yeah debunking um well not debunking because like people already know that you shouldn't do this but it still doesn't stop people from doing it and that is the claim that you can't please everybody so stop trying yeah and kind of revolving around the concept of putting yourself first and why people don't do that or why they feel ashamed to do it or pressured it's just i like i don't know why it is so hard to put yourself first like i think again like you feel the guilt around it you feel shame that you're just like i'm being selfish but if if I've learned nothing in life that the only way to please anybody is to please myself first, I can't give from a glass that's empty. Like, so like if I, I can only help you if I'm helping myself first. Yeah. And I also think the concept of putting yourself first comes from just being selfish, but actually like taking care of ourselves is the opposite of being selfish. You know, it ends up strengthening us and like Mm -hmm. we're able to support our loved ones by being the best version of ourselves and sometimes that means saying no or yes to certain things that serve or don't serve us and there's a reason like there there's a reason why they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first because you can't help somebody if you have nothing left to give and if you are maxed out to your full capacity and you're exhausted and you're what and like you're just like oh yeah pushing past your own boundaries and your own limits like that's not good for anybody that's not even good for people that you're trying to please and in any situation right. where I have taken a backseat to my own to, to where I've taken a backseat and put other people first and I've done a b c and d to help out somebody or to like put them first or to please them it never ever works it always blows up in my face right. because I think there's a there's a notion around it that if you please these people then they're gonna then you have then you set up certain expectations of what, how they're for gonna sure. feel it'll be like oh they're gonna be so thankful they're gonna right. they're gonna do this for me like everything's gonna work out it's like you can't control that yeah. so it's like the fact that you're doing it based on an an unrealistic not even possible result yeah. is is actually crazy i also think that idea you made a good point about the put your oxygen mask first there's mm-hmm. a reason why they tell you that because there's a confusion between 
um, the concept of rescuing and caring, right? Like when you say yes to people, it's like you're feeling pressured for maybe the wrong reasons where you think you have to rescue somebody mm -hmm. in a situation of like, hey, maybe they just really need me. So I'm just going to do this to make sure like that they're happy and they're not struggling. It's like, but sometimes that may not serve you where it's then affecting the situation of caring for that person and that person's right. uh, actual need in the situation versus like going into this like weird rescue mode where like you right. need to be the yes man to whether it's your significant other, your family members or your friends or even I in, a, in a job position too. And I, and I get that. Like I personally, like I, one of my love languages is giving gifts, but it's not actually like my love language. It's just how I was taught love, like yeah. growing up and I adapted my, like I adapted other people's love languages and forced yeah. it on myself. So now every like birthday and Christmas, uh, just to prove my love to my sister and my mom, I'm, buying all this stuff yeah. but it's like that's not it that's not really me but it's like i right. feel like that hat like and if that if i was doing serving me like i i love thoughtful gifts and i like just but spending yeah. money and buying someone's love like that doesn't serve me but again i've done it for years because i feel like they yeah. don't know i love them because it's like misconstrued in my head but for sure that's just like a part of like pleasing somebody else when it's not serving you well it's a reverse effect too right because you and i don't think people realize that we we end up teaching people how to treat us 100%. through our actions yep. so that example is um is 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 that in itself you are you are you're using your i guess your love in that moment your love language of giving because you want them to be happy when that's not even my real love language it's just right the, right, right right but it's like what it's you're doing to make somebody satisfied with right. it when really it's not your love language which is bad because you're teaching them the wrong thing. You're teaching and them what you don't believe in. And ex and ex and like I I could be like, oh, I got m I got them this present, this present. And I spent this amount of money, and I might not get the reaction from them that I am expecting without their even knowledge of my expectations. Yeah. Because that's also maybe that's not how they want to receive love. Like maybe it's just yeah. like this is like a never ending cycle of like right. uh, everybody trying to please the other person. There's also like I down to my core, I'm a natural people pleaser. It makes me uncomfortable to say no to people, and I've like been teaching myself to get out of that habit because it is not served me at any point to, to try and please other people. Yeah. Like I talked about on the podcast before my really long-term relationship in high school, I was with him years past the point that I was personally happy in the relationship and I just wanted to move on from it. I was being held back and it wasn't until I had a conversation with my now one of my best friends, Ashley, I was like, I really want to break up with him. I was like, it's just a bad time. Like it's, it's never the right time to break up with somebody, but it's yeah. like, you're, it's a summer. It's like, we have a vacation plan. It's his birthday. Like all this like dumb shit. Excuses. And she's like, she's like, wait, I I'm sorry. She's like, you're sitting here telling me <laughs> that you're not happy in this relationship and you want to break up with him, but you're not going to, cause you don't, you, you're like, you, you want him to be happy. Right. So she's like, so you're just not going to be happy. Well, that comes from, so that's a very common thing for people to do because people don't realize their worth. Right. So you did that in that situation because you didn't realize in the moment what your worth was mm -hmm. or what your potential and could it just, be. And it's just like, nobody feels like dealing with the aftermath of it. Yeah. Like you're just like, I don't want to hurt somebody, but it's like, you have to realize like you, me, it, could you imagine if that conversation with my friend Ashley like went a different way yeah. and I was like you know what like I'm I'm sorry I'm just not going to do it like right. I, I appreciate your advice right I'm just not going to put myself first anytime I I could have been with him oh my god I could throw up thinking about <laughs> you'd it. be married right now with kids and a, a house and a whole different direction I'm so, but I it was never Which what isn't I wanted bad but it's not what you wanted and, and it's not who with who I wanted it with yeah and so it's like I can't imagine if I sacrifice if like I kept myself second to him yeah. any longer that Thank whole God. that whole idea of of 
not realizing your worth comes in so many aspect to s- aspects as well. Like I feel like that is one of the most common comfortable aspect that people realize when they're in a job that isn't satisfying them mm-hmm. or maybe isn't their passion, you mm-hmm. know? And I think I think it's sad that people's um loss of of their own knowing of what their worth is can be so damaging in the long run like there are times where you can look back on your life and be like what the fuck was i doing those past four years at that job or those past six years in that relationship and it's it sucks that sometimes it takes a long time to you know time has passed new relationships are built um and i guess new uh, a new ideology for yourself where you have to take that time to look back and you're like what the fuck was any, i doing and any moments where like the the look back moments where you're just like what like who the was worst. i like what was i doing yeah you realize like in those like you didn't realize it when you were in it but like yeah. looking back you were never doing it for you you were doing it for for somebody else and for somebody else's vision for somebody else's life yeah. for somebody else's benefit and it's like at no point was that ever serving you and it's like i i why why are we doing something that's not serving us why am i trying to please somebody else and also like you look at the people that you're trying to please rarely is it ever people in your in in your inner circle and that it's people that you trust it's always like the outsiders that you like are worried about what other people think of you so you're like i have to do this to like so they think x and it's like i don't even care what they think about regard or i shouldn't care what they think about regardless like they have no impact on my personal life why am i going to the end of the earth to make sure this boss is is happy I have a question. Like, yes. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did I catch you? Yes. Off? Did I catch you off guard? Yes. What's the question? Um. So, do you think when you, I guess, when you're putting yourself second, right, and you're putting others first, and this uh, this whole concept of like, um, I guess, saying yes to everything, are you doing that because you're expecting something in return? Because I think sometimes people are too afraid to say no or put themselves first because the idea of doing that is too difficult or challenging. It's, it's scary, right? Mm-hmm. It's scary to put yourself first and realize like what you really want. And that could be life changing things. Do you think that sometimes people can't do that and end up falling for, you know, end up falling for saying yes to whatever, if, if, if it's not what they want to do just to expect something in return. So, again yes because i've been on that side of it where it's like okay like i really don't feel like doing this for this person and i and i know i'm i'm only doing it to please them but then it's like you know what i i maybe they're going to give me a promotion at the end of it like maybe i'm going to get something out of it so it's like you kind of like justify like what you're doing to yourself but it's like rarely does that do you ever get something in return and that only makes you more mad oh yeah for sure because it's because you're already setting up this expectation of what the return will be if you just like took care of yourself from the very beginning like if you wouldn't be married to these false expectations that you set your for yourself that you're also like the 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 idea of expectations is also another crazy thing because it's like if you want something you're expecting something why don't you just ask for it like why do you put that ball in someone else's court because like you feel too uncomfortable to ask like like you know what i really don't feel like um working this shift for you it's really inconvenient to me in my life and like i i'm gonna do it for you but yeah. now do you mind working my next shift and it's like if you expect something to return like why don't you just ask for it and it's like yeah i i don't know the idea of people well, it's the pleasing. same way why you don't you don't put yourself first it's because it's the fear of of that yeah i, I think it all stems from fear but it, it it does but it's like why shouldn't the like shouldn't the fear of you not being happy and you not getting what you want and you not serving yourself shouldn't that be scarier than anything like oh why, yeah like why is the, the way like 
you're you're afraid of like somebody not being happy it's like why are you not afraid of you not being happy yeah i mean i think that also has to do with like today's society and like the concept of um everybody's life being so visually represented on social media mm-hmm. for every, i mean if you really think about it a lot of people don't really have their guards up when it comes to social media like everybody's expected to post but people don't realize that you <laughs> you reveal a lot of yourself and what you post and it could be in a good way or a bad way but because of that you have these expectations in life and sometimes um you know going against the grain and and not following you know the flock of like what's in or what people are doing can cause fear of not being included and because of that 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 concept kind of piggybacks on you not putting yourself first and what you think is best for you because everybody else is doing this agreed um again i co-sign everything you say thank but you so much like i said i am i'm like i should be in like a people pleasing anonymous uh <laughs> um uh, what are they called meetings because yeah. like i i'm I've always been a people pleaser because I've just um, oh, I've yeah. always been afraid of the out the alternative and the outcome of like not being the person that pleases everybody. But like after like when I started therapy, I think that's when I started to realize that most of what I w- was doing wasn't it for me. Yeah. And so like I started to kind of ask myself some questions like before I would do something, I would ask myself, do I really want to do it? Right. And whether that answer would be like, who am I doing it for? Because it's like there's some shit like there's a bunch of shit that I don't feel like doing, but it's like you, you, you do it to be like the nice daughter and like you like look at your intentions for it. Yeah. So when I realized like if I couldn't justify, like I'm like, right. I'm saying yes to something I genuinely don't want to do. I don't even know who it's for. And then like the third question I would ask myself is what is it costing me? Yeah. And is it costing me? And I'm not talking about like the finance part of it. I'm asking like the energy, how much the, energy yeah. and how much time and Absolutely. how much emotional like availability am I giving to this specific thing that I already don't want to do. Right. So like once you start to like take a step back and, and to reflect on your own um, actions for people, you start to like look at it differently. Like, yeah. Okay, if it's not serving me, I in no in none of these questions is it serving me? Is it for my benefits? It's not even for their benefit. I'm just right. trying to please them in my head already. For and sure. you just have to say no to it. Do you think society is affecting your concept on that? Like do you have do you see that being a big thing for you? Mm. Society or social media, all that? Because I think. Uh, maybe 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 before i was aware of it okay 100 percent. but now that i'm like i'm more woke and aware than uh, of it now than i ever was yeah. regarding society it's like yeah it's easy to fall back into like old habits and society definitely doesn't make it any yeah. easier to 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 not fall back but it's like i i'm aware of it now it's like i'm and the second like i give in to somebody when i don't really want to do it i feel that immediately now i know yeah that it's that an instant I, feeling yeah, now right. i know which is like, even worse because it drags on throughout the whole the yep. whole event of it right uh-huh. i think i think for me so uh, society and social media has a big effect because i think right now it's teaching you that you know we we it makes us feel like we don't have downtime mm-hmm. and i think so true and because of that it it tricks us to think that we should be spending time either working or creating more or helping other people or starting new hobbies and sometimes it's like that pressure of feeling guilt if you're not doing that right and mm-hmm. it's like at what point do you tell yourself that you're allowed to go against the grain and that you're allowed to enjoy that downtime or that self-care or Mm -hmm. putting yourself first and i think that's really frustrating right now because i think we said this before in a podcast episode where when you are on social media you will never see somebody post their failures uh not not before as of recently i think people are starting to show like the all the right but authenticity of it but here's the thing i don't think that a lot of people post their failures in the in the moment in the thick of it when christy teigen did when she had a miscarriage (sighs) yeah but that that's like 
And if that's, a, a, you can't uh, tell me like that, that she doesn't feel like a personal failure. See, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't, I, I, don't I don't know that either, but like that was an extremely hard moment. It's very controversial. Like whether people agree with what she did, but she's literally in the hospital bed holding her, her, her dead baby. So like, I, I think, I think like I, I think before people don't post that mm-hmm. now, I think people are starting to now. I also think the whole, the whole self-love movement is, is generating and it's, it's, it's reviving itself like what to what it always should have been but i think people are now getting aware and getting woke and are okay. saying no more personally do you, do you think that has do you think that has to do with the pandemic uh i'm sure it could be i'm it sure could. yeah maybe yeah. i'm no i'm just curious i don't know i guess i guess i i haven't i guess i don't see that as often but i f- I, j- I maybe that's just because i feel a certain way about you know being on social media mm-hmm. and seeing the amount of success that some people are getting which is great like good for them like you see people making um their own small businesses and their hustle and creating which is awesome but i i guess i guess people do post their failures but i guess it's not as common right it, not no and it isn't seen as often where people don't see the like blood sweat and tears or the like the 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 fails and I do that you do before you launch something good. Well, also like to your point, um, it's easy for Chrissy Teigen to post her failures in the moment because she's has millions and millions of followers and she has fame and money behind her. Whereas right. like you don't like the pe- like the normal people, the you and I's of Instagram and social media, yeah. we're, we're not posting in the moment of me crying in my shower due to a failure. So I, I get what for you're sure. saying in in that in those regards. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, we kind of met in the middle there. That was uh, nice. Yeah, we talked through it. <laughs> So what wh- are there any things that um that you were doing to put yourself forward moving moving into 2021? Like like we're ta- we're talking about this as a topic, right? And it's like what is obviously we both feel a certain way that we need to be putting ourselves first whether it's personally or professionally. Like are there things that you were telling yourself going into, you know, the next year and your next chapter in your life where you're like this is how I want to handle this. Well, yeah, like we, we wrote out like our, our goals for the year, but I think like that mindset, like, I don't think it's, 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 I don't think it started happening over quarantine or a pandemic. Like I've been having this oh, kind yeah. of mindset shift for the past two years, I would right. say now, but it's like me asking myself those questions that I mentioned a little bit, um, a little bit ago. I think those have helped me. Yeah. Um, what about you? I think, I think for me more, it's it's this year within itself. Yeah, twenty twenty has been a lot. Yeah, and I think just like there's a lot of transitions. Oh my god, wait, what? We're not acknowledging it. We're not in twenty twenty anymore when this episode comes out. No, it no no. We're recording this pre. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New year. <laughs> no, but we are recording this pre uh, pre twenty twenty one. We we are still in the 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 hell year. Uh, we're still in the finale. Yeah, the, the season finale. Yeah. Stay tuned to see what happens. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think. 2020 was a very experimental year for me when it came to what I was feeling, what I wanted to do and, and how I was um, approaching my next chapter personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it took a lot of rock bottom experiences for this year to realize for what, sure. what I really wanted. And I think that's sometimes what you need to do. I think a lot of people don't realize that you don't know you're in rock bottom until it happens mm-hmm. where then it helps you kind of push to do better and kind of want better. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm not saying that I hit rock bottom multiple times this year, but I think there were a lot of like lows where you kind of ask yourself, I'm like, why am I putting up with this? Right. Like, why am I putting up with the you feeling actually of have the time to like reflect, yeah. ask yourself those questions? Because it's easy to do For it when, sure. you're in the moment, when you're in the motion and the cycle oh, of yeah. it all. And when yeah. you are in the moment, you don't have that t- downtime right. to like really question why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think 2020 gave me that time. For to sure. To really think about it. And I think. I just never want to be in a situation where I realize it and then don't act upon it because mm-hmm. I'm scared, which goes right. back to why so many people don't put themselves first because they are scared. They're scared I of know. being judged. They're scared of change. I think that's a huge one. When you put yourself first, the biggest thing is change. Yeah. And right. Because you spend more time with yourself. I know. I always saw a quote that was just like, um, ask for what you want and be be prepared to get it. Like, I think most people are afraid to ask for what they want because right. they're, they're afraid of actually getting all that they oh, want. It's yeah. like that's like that again, that goes to the change aspect. But to 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 come full circle with your point, like I think twenty twenty, if anything, taught us that time really is so precious. And so like when Oh for sure. You don't know if you're gonna wake up tomorrow, you don't know who you're gonna lose the next day, like due to yeah. the global pandemic and, and the poverty that's coming and all of the political issues and racial issues. Financial so it's like, issues. So yeah, like so time is so precious to us. So I, I, I see what you mean with that question because if anything, like I, you start to just focus on what you're spending your time on and you're asking yourself, is it worth it? And most of the time it's not worth it. Cause you're just like, cause it's not something you want to be doing regardless. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like I think people left relationships. I think they left jobs during quarantine because yeah. they're just like, what have I been doing yeah. for all this time? I don't like it. Yeah. Or even they left like skills. Yeah. Like hobbies that they've mm-hmm. been doing forever. And it's like, if it doesn't make you happy, like, why are you still doing it? Right. Which is weird. Cause I think that also goes with like tradition. We did an episode about like traditions mm-hmm. and it's like, why are people doing that for so long if they're not enjoying it? Or if they just don't agree with it. Cause nobody takes the time to ask to question, why, to question, <laughs> to question it. it. That's crazy. I feel attacked. I, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I just, I, uh, I can't stress it enough. I don't think people pleasing is ever worth it. And I don't think it it gives you what you think you're going to get out of it. And I think to, to Gabby's point earlier that people pleasing to some extent is extremely selfish because like you're like, you're not, if you were really doing it for them, you would notice that it's not all about them. it's like, you have to start to like, you yeah. have to take care of yourself first yeah. to give. And it's so funny because when you do end up putting yourself first, you realize when it happens mm-hmm. in the same way that you said, like when you know that what you're, if you agree to something that you don't necessarily want to do, you feel, go it imme- myself, you, feel you feel it, it immediately. immediately. You yep. feel it in your gut. You feel the guilt. You feel uh, the stress and anxiety and, and kind of the repercussions that come with it. But mm-hmm. there is something you know positive to say when you do end up putting yourself first that you kind of it's it is a sense of relief and you kind of feel like you have um a little bit of control again which is nice agreed and i think everybody should experience that and and when you do experience it like run with it you Mm -hmm. know like don't look back when it happens to you i think just to even simplify it like to the to the max is don't please like stop pleasing somebody else if you're not the one that's pleased first Ooh. And it's like yeah if, if you feel if you feel like you you have met all your own needs and you are satisfied and you have the extra time and the actual emotional availability and the mental space to help somebody out and to and to put them first for that for that hot second then you sure do it but if you're not in that place and you're not fully confident in what you're about to do or why you're even doing it or who you're doing yeah. it for don't do it do you find yourself being a sucker to say yes i before yeah a hundred percent now i now i find myself saying no and also the fact that like no is a complete sentence yeah Ooh, it's like no period period no 
Do you feel like doing this? No. <laughs> Gabby, I will, but Gabby, I, like, will, <laughs> I will say like that is one thing that Liz and I have uh, that we don't have in common is like I feel like when I have when I have to say no, it's it's an immediate defense mechanism like i always feel like i think that my because you're do it's it's my fear the people pleasing yes my fear comes from reject rejection i feel like when i say no it will be followed up with reject oh my god i can't even say mm-hmm. rejection where i i i then have to defend myself but yeah, because where you when you say no it's just like that like because that, like that's the book that's how it ends it's no and that's because it because if you say no with an explanation what what is the point of your explanation you're still trying to please the other oh, 100%. person oh, so I, just like, oh i i'm fully aware like of that even when me and gabby like are going through episode topics like is this a good topic no no <laughs> no i Does don't it like sting that in in the first two seconds of it yeah but i realized that that's topic her of, like taking things no, no, personally no, no, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> different topic how much different do i episode. owe you for this therapy <laughs> session <laughs> no but there is there i I will say that that is something that I am very envious that you have that I think comes with. I mean, obviously that wasn't like you did it you right. know, yesterday and it right, was right, like, right, oh, right. this is like what I do and it's great. No, but I know that there was a lot of growth that came in that, but it is, it mm-hmm. is nice to see it from um, an outside perspective of like, I'm not you, but I see how you handle it, whether it's, I mean, I see it, I see, you know, Alyssa do it with relationships, with friends, with ordering food or talking to, you know, a stranger or even me, like it's just, when she says no, that's it. That's the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that everybody should, um, should experience. Yeah. Just to, just, just say, just no. say no, just no, no, and that's it. No, but I, no. Does that conclude our little short segment? I think it does. I think it's, we, I think we got to the point. Yeah. So if you got anything from this, remember to put yourself first. It really means something to you and it's not about anybody else's feelings. So what we brought to the table this week are actually five simple tips for putting yourself first and why you need to learn them. Read them off. Ahem. The Go first ahead, one is learn to say no, obviously. The most important thing that you need to know is if you want to start putting yourself first, the very, very first word you need to learn is the word no, yep. like we just said. Um, everyone and everyone, everyone and everything uh, wants to take up all of your time and which is great, but you have to realize that, um, you know, we only have time in this world and you have to utilize it very, very strategically and, and mm-hmm. make sure that it is serving you. And th- that's one thing that you need to ask yourself. Is it serving you? If the answer is no, don't follow it up with anything, with else. anything else. Just anything right. else. Not only is like the no, the the answer that you should say, but it's like you also have to take a no too. Like 100%. It's not serving you. So like that's it it's right no, it's not serving you no right. don't do it don't End don't period. investor or don't investigate right. anything else after right. that there's nothing to investigate right. case closed hmm. <laughs> two is to prioritize so once you learn um the word no it's so much easier to realize what you need to prioritize moving forward so mm-hmm. focusing on the first tip um before you focus on prioritize focus on is the realizing tip. If the you got tip nothing, if you got nothing else in this episode focus on focus the on the tip <laughs> And obviously, like, prioritizing is comes so much easier when you're comfortable with, you know, declining, mm-hmm. a.k.a. saying no. Mm-hmm. And plan your day around your goals and don't have your goals, you know, take control over your day. <clears throat> and that's on growth. And that's on growth. Three is stay consistent. I think that's the biggest one when it comes to putting yourself first is, you know, it may feel good for one day and... And you may be doing it for the next day and then the next day. And then before you know it, you're on day four and you're like, fuck it. 
mm-hmm. and that's hard i think you know i think creating habits in general is the hardest thing that you can do do you agree yep. i do, do. You agree i do agree okay so definitely remember to stay consistent it's how you build habits and you have and it's how you condition the people around you to stop inviting you know the crap that takes you know your eye off of the prize Four, remembering your why. So I think Alyssa said this earlier. There are times in her day-to-day where she asks herself, like, why am I doing this? What is it serving me? Do I enjoy it? And I think that why is going to bring you back to your original goals. And if it doesn't align with your original goals, when you ask the question why, then put it aside. Read them once, read them twice, read them three times, and then put them everywhere. Make sure that your goals are your priority. And when you do that, you answer your why. And make sure like the, uh, I mean, the step before that is obviously creating a why. Like I remember when I um, was in my corporate job, I had my quote unquote why in the beginning of my agenda planner. So I would see it every morning and I was so passionate about it in the beginning when I wrote it. Like I I was doing it for my mom. I was doing it for my sister. I was doing it to prove myself right, to give myself all I ever wanted. Mm -hmm. And then like, as I got time, as I got, as, as I continued with the job and I realized like how unhappy I was, like. I I re I reread my why and it got to the point where I didn't even want to read it anymore because it's like it was never my why. Yeah. I was always doing it for somebody else or to right. please the next person or to please that boss or to please this event. I, it was just never about me or what for I sure. wanted. And I, if I was honest with my why to begin with, I would have saw that a lot sooner. So be honest with your why for sure. And the very last one, which I think is important, it'll keep you grounded. Like lose any expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, when putting so much easier said than done. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, we all experience reject rejection, um, guilt, embarrassment, uh, confusion, and mm-hmm. fear of change. But with that, you have to make sure that you aren't putting your you know expectations on this enormous high pedestal that will then end up destroying you in the long run. Yep. Um, and that's. I mean, that's like, like Alyssa said, it's easier said than done. Um, just remember that the road can go both ways and, you know, it may end up positively or it may end up negatively, but you uh-huh. always have to take that as like a learning lesson and, and go from there. And yep. also don't give up. It'll always pay off. Putting yourself first is always going to pay off. Maybe not immediately. Maybe not immediately. So get over the, in, uh, the instant gratification part. It's, for sure. it's definitely for all you millennials and Gen Zs out there. It's harder to put yourself first for sure. hundred percent. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's what, those are the five tips. And like we said, they're easier said than done, but this is our little segment on why putting yourself first is definitely important and everybody should experience it and stop pleasing people. Stop pleasing people. Ugh, people aren't <laughs> even nice. <laughs> people don't even appreciate it and they also don't know, acknowledge it because they also don't know what you're doing because you have the, you stop with the stories in your head. They're not real. They're not real. Period. Period. <laughs> So that concludes this uh, this week's episode. And if you guys have any of your own personal uh, stories where you ended up putting yourself first or realize that that's what you needed to do for change, let us know. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear them. Always. And we will see you all next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.